I think it was the first year that I had a job out of college. I think I spent like $2,000 on gifts for everybody because I was like, I feel like this is something I want to do to show everyone like I've got a job and like prove myself. And looking back at that, I don't think that was a smart decision. Do not think it was, but it was something I can't take back. And, you know, I'm glad that I gave those gifts, but I do feel like I could have done a similar thing without spending that much money. Hi guys, and welcome back to the Mind Buddy Planet podcast. This week is an episode all about gift giving, kind of the ultimate gift guide. We're going to talk a little bit about overconsumption and just how we can be mindful when gifting people gifts in our life. Obviously, it's the holiday season right now, so gifts are inevitable. And I don't know about you guys, but for me, I love gifting gifts. And I personally feel like It's become a challenge as I get older to make sure what I'm like gifting to the people in my life are actually things that they're going to use versus things that are maybe a little bit more gimmicky or, you know, like white elephant gifts, for example, or like a candle because not everyone has the same taste of like the way that scents smell. And I don't know. I just have some thoughts on it. And why not talk about it, you know? But before we dive into it, let's go over this week's fave. Um, My favorite this week is my new Awala bottle. I have it. It's, um, can you hear it? I have two other Awala bottles, but unfortunately the lids on both of those broke because I was using them so much that I just dropped them and the lids are just completely broken. So I can't even use them anymore. And I was at the store and there was a sale going on. So I got this like 32 ounce of wall bottle for like $22. So it's like $10 off. And I love the colors of this one. The other two, one was a gift and the other one, the brand actually sent to me because I won some like giveaway thing they were doing on TikTok once upon a time. It's nice to like have a bottle that was totally in my power. It's kind of cozy fall-like. It's got like a tan color, orange, and like seafoam green kind of. Oh, I don't feel like I'd explain that very well, but that is my, my favorite. I love having the new one. It's nice to have it back. I also have a Yeti that I kind of rotate between, but the Yeti, it's you know, like the exposed spout. So if I'm traveling, like I don't like to travel with my Yeti because I always feel like if the straw can touch something, even by accident, like if I put it on the ground, if it falls out of my backpack, for example, and hits the ground, I'm going to be grossed out. I don't want to like put my, my mouth on that. Even if it didn't touch the ground, I'm still just like grossed out by it. So the Owala is nice because it covers the spout where you drink the water from. So I just, it's just nice to have it back. I am also really loving the colder weather outside. And by colder, I'm in Texas. So really it's like 50 degrees. It's not anything crazy by any means, but I do really, really love this time of year. It is, man, it just feels so cozy finally. And some years it's a lot hotter than others, but this year I feel like has felt more wintry, I guess. Like it just, it just feels a little bit more like fall. And I appreciate that because I feel like in a, a couple of years ago, it was like 80 degrees on Christmas day. It was like, maybe it was 88 degrees. I don't know. It was just hot and it's like sweating weather. And I don't really enjoy sweating. I don't know many people who do, but it's nice to have a colder weather. So I feel like that's always one of my favorites. This is just totally one of my favorite times of year right now. I just, I love the fall. I love all the cozy vibes and now we're headed into winter and I love all the wintry vibes and the Christmas vibes. And I do feel like as I've gotten older with Christmas, it's it's just so weird getting older, you know? <laughs> it's just so weird because Christmas used to be this time where like, you know, you got two weeks off of school because it was winter break and that was like Christmas slash New Year's. And 
there was just all this like magic around it. And I'm realizing as I get older that the magic was really rooted in like doing crafts and being creative and like spending that like intentional quality time with the people that you love. And I don't, I feel like I kind of was like missing out on that, but especially with COVID and lockdown and kind of feeling like it's just different. It's just different. And I don't know. I also have anxiety and I have been kind of dealing with tools to get better with that. And so maybe this is also a factor in it is I've just gotten like more mentally stable, (laughs) mentally healthy. I don't know. Better in control of like my emotions and like understanding like why I get so overwhelmed in certain situations. How can I, you know, better prepare for a situation? I know that's going to be overstimulating in the future. Anyways, all that to say that I love this time of year and I really feel like this year I'm trying to not buy as much as possible. Like I really want to focus like inwardly and really want to create things from things we already have or like, you know, relatively inexpensive to like go to the store, buy some yarn and make some like yarn ornaments or things like that, you know, finding ways to make an experience out of what I'm decorating my house with and bringing a lot of like the outside inside is one of my favorite things. So that is what I'm focusing on. And honestly, it it's really helped. There's something like I love going to a store and looking at all the Christmas decorations. Like, don't get me wrong. I have done that in the past and it is fun, but there's something more special about actually creating something that you then hang up whether it's like the the snowflakes, you know, where you fold the paper and you cut out the little shapes and you unfold it. It's a snowflake. Or I've been seeing a lot of cardboard. If you cut it um, into certain shapes, you can get a white marker, like a white paint pen and make them into gingerbread houses and then hang those up on a string or put those around your house. You could also do, what else have I done? I've done the dried orange garland. I love my dried oranges. Actually, I I got out my dried oranges from last year and I totally thought they were going to be like moldy. They weren't, surprisingly, very surprisingly. I am very pleasantly surprised by that. So I have those on my Christmas tree. I even have, and this one is not as common, but my toothpaste is metal, comes in a metal aluminum tube. It's the David's toothpaste. And I saw this video where somebody took a metal tube like that, but theirs was not aluminum. I think it was gold or brass or something. And it came with their tomato paste, which is something that's very popular. I see people using. So what you do is you cut off like the the spout where the like little nozzle is where like the, the paste would come out. And then you cut off the end where it's like kind of sealed and clamped together. And then you unfold it, rinse out whatever's on the inside, and then you can trace little stars and do like a little metal star garland, which honestly, I did it and I didn't think it was going to be much. I was like, okay, this cannot look as good as it did on the video. But surprisingly, I think it kind of did because I cut it open and I did my little tracing. Actually, I traced stars and then I was like, nah, I'm just going to freehand it. And I did. So those stars are a little wonky, but... I, I like it that way. It's, it's my vibe. And then I put them on string and I put them on my Christmas tree. And I was like, wait a second. Like, this is nice. Like, this gives it a nice little metallic, almost sparkle without having like glitter all over my house. That's also been a fun one to do. And I just like doing all the crafts and things right now. And I think the other thing I want to do is I grew up making these cinnamon ornaments, which is basically just a lot of cinnamon. So you can get like some really just bulk, the cheapest of cinnamon possible. You want it to like smell really strong. So it's like cinnamon, nutmeg, glue, and applesauce, if I remember correctly. 
And it's very sticky, but you can roll it out like cookie dough almost. And then you get cookie cutters and then you cut out the little cookie cutters and let it dry. Use a straw if you have one to like cut out the little circles. Let it dry. It takes probably like a week to dry, but it makes your house smell amazing. Then you can use those. I used to put them in like my sock drawer growing up because it makes things, you know, smell super cinnamony and it's got that, I feel like it's spicy smelling, like spicy as in cinnamon, not spices and like jalapenos. And then the other thing that I have done with that is you can put those onto a garland and put that on your Christmas tree. You can do those as like little ornaments and tie them individually. You can do, there's a lot of things you could do with them. Um, They're also a really fun gift for any kind of neighbors and just like a fun little crafty thing to do. So I think I want to do that. Um, I did those last year, so I still have some pretty fresh ones. TBD on that. I used to do those every year growing up. But the other thing that I think is really fun is you can do basically flour and salt and make like these salt dough ornaments. So similar thing, it kind of is the consistency or texture of like a cookie dough and you use cookie cutters to cut them out and make them into little ornaments for your tree. Yeah, I don't know. Something about just creating over consuming is really magical. And so I really encourage you guys to do that if you can. But those are my favorites. Let's pop into the topic of the week. And this is something, I mean, we're, we kind of talked about it because it is one of my favorites is creating over consumption. It is probably the biggest takeaway that I have this year. And I feel like this is something that I feel like up until this point, I looked at getting older and, you know, I'm like my early to mid twenties now at this point. And I feel like when you graduate college and you have a good job and there's just I always felt like this need of I have to get good gifts for everyone and I need to spend a considerable amount and I need to have all the things and all the decorations and really just like go gung-ho because now I have all this extra money and I need to like impress people. I get impressed myself maybe more so than other people. And just this like I want to provide and I want to like give the thoughtful gifts that I wasn't able to give in college and now that I had money, I was like, okay. Now I can finally do it. And I realized I was at a certain point just buying things that I didn't really need or like gifting things that people didn't really need. They weren't actually thoughtful gifts. They were last minute gifts that I had to run to the store because I had bought somebody else something that was more money than the other person. So I felt like I needed them to be equivalent in price ranges. So I would like grab like an extra candle or like a throw blanket or something like and and throw it in with the other person. Now this year I can look back at that and be like, okay, I think a lot of that was this pressure of overconsumption, this pressure of social media making it look like you have to live this certain lifestyle and you need to have like this amount of stuff. And and we're going to touch on this in a second, but I just feel like sometimes with overconsumption, it really makes you feel like the holidays is so materialistic and I don't think that that is right anymore. I just want to remind you guys that it is okay to not buy all the things. Like right now, Black Friday deals and like Cyber Monday stuff just ended. And it was even hard. I mean, I did buy some stuff. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I did buy some stuff that I'd been needing. And especially with wedding planning, I was like, okay, if I buy them now, I can get like a good like price, like discount on some of the stuff that I want to gift to some of my bridesmaids. So I did buy some things. However, there were so many other things that I was like, I didn't know I needed this, but now I'm getting this email into my inbox and I'm like, oh, well, maybe I do need these socks. Maybe I do need these sweaters. Maybe I do need these blah, 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 blahs, you know, these other things. And 
I do feel like sometimes the the materialistic culture really can put a damper on what the actual holiday season is about. Just being around with the people that you love and being with, I guess, like quality time and, and creating over consuming. I'm going to keep saying that because I feel like it is probably the biggest takeaway that I have learned in the last month or so. And it's something that I want to take with me not only for December, I think definitely for December, I want to keep creating and less consuming. But I do feel like it's it's a good lesson moving into 2024 as well, that the most important thing you can do is keep creating and being imaginative. And creating doesn't have to necessarily mean being creative all the time, or like painting a photo or painting a picture, or whatever, painting a portrait. It can mean creating experiences, creating intentional time, creating a space for love and a space for vulnerability with the people that you love. And there's a lot to creating. It's such a vast and and interesting word, creating, but creating over consuming, buying and and constantly feeling like you have to keep up with all these trends. And I know we talked about overconsumption a few episodes back. And if you haven't listened to that and you want to learn more about overconsumption and more of my thoughts on that feel free to listen to that episode because that was just a a doozy of an episode because there's just so much to overconsumption and there's just so many issues with it and and mostly I think it's hall culture which is not uh, not helpful in the holiday season because I see a lot of people on social that are like oh here's my Christmas haul and they go to like home goods and they spend like a thousand dollars at Christmas decor and I'm like where is it going however um I do feel like overconsumption this time of year is rampant and it can make you feel very materialistic so here's your reminder it doesn't have to feel materialistic and if that is not enough for you just remember that the more you buy the more waste comes with that like I really feel so shocked that the amount of packaging can be so excessive whenever you buy gifts, especially things from like Amazon. And again, I'm like no saint here. I, I buy off of Amazon, but I just try to be conscious of like what I'm purchasing. And I've, I've said this before, it's still like my biggest tip. If there's one thing that like you really, really want, I put it in my Amazon cart or my my like wish list or, you know, wherever it is, wherever I'm looking, I put it in the car and then I have to like basically leave it there for seven days. And at a certain point, if I still want it after seven days and like it makes like financial sense, then I'll purchase it. But like I have to like give some time. Like so it's not like an impulse purchase. It's not completely foolproof. Sometimes I still do impulse purchases, but it's definitely a more like, you know, conscious way of like conscious consuming, you know rather than the overconsumption that happens. I always feel like something about stocking stuffers too, like stocking stuffers are fun, but like sometimes I feel like you're just kind of picking up random stuff to to throw in and give to somebody and it never actually gets used. It gets thrown away or it gets donated. And in all of those situations, it's important to to realize that like it doesn't have to be perfect. And I feel like you don't need to like financially strain yourself in order to contribute to, to to more waste, really. And the other thing that I just want to remind you guys is that there is a lot of pressure to buy excessive gifts and buy everybody the best gifts. And I know this is something that I touched on that I felt, especially coming out of college and feeling like I, I want to give like great gifts to everybody. And so I did. And I remember, I think it was the first year that I had a job out of college I think I spent like $2,000 on gifts for everybody because I was like, I feel like this is something I want to do to show everyone like I've got a job and like prove myself. And looking back at that, I don't think that was a smart decision. Do not think it was, but it was something I can't take back. And 
you know, I'm glad that I gave those gifts, but I do feel like I could have done a similar thing without spending that much money. Do not financially strain yourself to give gifts this year. Don't put yourself in debt. Don't feel like you aren't good enough because you can't afford all the big stuff because you're looking on social media and you see a XYZ influencer has like a thousand gifts under the Christmas tree and it's not even December 10th. Just I feel like there's a lot of that comparison. So don't fall into that trap if you can. Remind yourself that it's okay to spend the holidays in, in a way that's best for you. I feel like 80% of videos, if not more, I feel like it's more than 80% of videos that I see on my TikTok for you feed are all TikTok shop videos. So it's people trying to get commission from certain things by selling you something that they're that they're recommending. And affiliate links are also something that I see. And being on this side of, I guess, like the influencer side of things and being a content creator, I think there's like two... <laughs> two ways to this is one, it's really annoying to feel like you're constantly being sold to. And I think that's kind of what people feel like with like ads. You know, if you're watching a TV show and people buy like Hulu without the ads because they don't want to feel like they're getting sold to and they just want to watch their shows, but you pay money to do that. So I guess social media being a free platform you can be on, you can't really get rid of all the ads, but it's annoying when it stops being just sponsored posts to being like eligible for commission posts. And then as a content creator, you feel this pressure that, well, okay, well, if I always promote something, that means that I can make more money. And maybe if you're not really getting in a lot of brand deals, maybe the affiliate commission is what pushes you over to make your revenue goals that you wanted to do that year. And so I get that. But at the same time, it's just really annoying because it just makes you feel like you're just constantly being sold to. And it's not a fun feeling. It's like, man, I came on TikTok or Instagram to escape my life. And here I am getting the same pressure to, to buy things. But all of that to say, that is my end of my spiel on overconsumption. And just some things that I've been seeing. And a lot of this was just kind of venting and ranting and just opening the conversation around things that I've seen right now, as far as the holidays go. I just want to remind you guys that you don't have to fall into that. You really don't. There's, you really do not have to fall into it. And it's easier said than done, but what you do with your life and your holiday season does not, not everyone has to agree with it. As long as it makes you happy is really all that matters. As long as it brings you joy, as long as it brings like this true, like magical feeling that Christmas was when you're a kid. If that's what, if it brings back to you, go for it. You know, it doesn't matter what anyone else does. So even though I just talked about a whole bunch of overconsumption stuff, I, I want to talk about my like ultimate gift guide. I, it's kind of like an eco, like mind, body, planet gift guide. These are just some of my recommendations for anybody that is looking to gift gifts to people and they want something that's going to be like intentional. They want something that is going to be like truly like, I don't know, feel like a genuine gift to someone that they love. So I've got, a, I've got a few different things. So as far as like eco-friendly type gifts go, I've got a few brands. I'm going to save them for the end because I want to give you guys more of like the experience type gifts that don't actually include any kind of packaging. No packaging is needed for experience gifts, which is really fun. So a few experiences that I feel like are really valuable and people will actually use and they're going to have like a great, great thought on it. Like like after like a month of getting this gift, they're going to be like, wow, that was such a great gift because it's kind of the gift that I guess keeps on giving in some situations, in some cases. Experiences. The first one I have down here is a massage. I truly feel like people do not pamper themselves 
as much as they should. And a massage is a is a wonderful way to give gift someone self-care. You know, like, hey, I care about you. You care about you. So let's let's give you gift you a little something that's gonna like create a little stress relief. So a massage is totally something that I recommend, especially for anybody in your life who is maybe a mom, if they're a stay-at-home mom, if they are um, a hard worker, if they run their own business, if even if you're, they're a student in school, if they're if they play a lot of sports, if they're training for a marathon. I mean, this. I mean, it really works for for most people out there. Even you don't have to do any of those things, and a massage would still be nice. The other thing that I feel like people who are really busy and have a lot on their plate, a car wash. I really feel like you could give someone like a car wash, even if if it's a hand done car wash. Like if you're like. I am gifting you, you know, the jokes of the like the free compliment, the free hug, the free like kiss, you know, those little like coupon booklets. If, even if you give someone like, hey, this is a coupon for you for a car wash. Whenever you need a car wash, I will personally come over and wash your car. And it's not a hard thing to do. It's kind of rewarding at the end of the day because it's like, oh, this is nice. Or you could just gift like a car wash gift card to like your local car wash too. And one of my local car washes, it's actually pretty cool. They use recycled water, so it it makes you feel a little bit better. Another experience that I love is a concert. Anybody who's really into music, there are constantly concerts going on. There definitely since COVID happening and a lot of lockdowns, I feel like a lot of concerts are kind of like up and and back, (laughs) whatever. I was going to say up and coming, but they're back, you know, like they're happening again. So I feel like concerts are a perfect gift for anybody that loves music, has a certain artist, maybe the artist is coming to town. Even if it's not happening during the month of December, you can gift them tickets for several months in advance. And in the, you know, it's like the gift that keeps giving. Two more as far as experiences go. I love a membership, like a Costco membership, for example, is probably, I think it's like $60 for a year and you gift that to someone and wing, bing, boom, there I have a membership to Costco. I feel like that's such a fun gift for someone. And especially somebody who, if you are a member at Costco, that's your membership you don't have to worry about for the fall for the next year. Then if you're not a membership active member at Costco, then it's something like everybody at some point wants to go to Costco. So if you're not a member, you're like, well, I can't go. I'm not a member. You have to go with someone who is a member and use their card or whatever it might be. And um, I feel like the Costco membership is kind of a, a cute and fun one to, to gift. Okay. Last one under experiences kind of goes hand in hand with the membership. Uh, the membership could be also something to like your local zoo, a botanical garden, things like that. I also feel like subscriptions are a really fun experience gift too. And oftentimes they're some of my favorite gifts to give. Like think about, there's like different variations of subscriptions. So the first one that comes to mind is like a Spotify or like Apple Music. You can gift them a subscription for three to six months or whatever it might be. Other subscriptions that I feel like are really helpful, there's like certain boxes. Like I remember growing up, I got one that had like different makeup in it. So I obviously didn't really know what kind of makeup routine that I wanted to do as a kid. And so it was a fun way to be able to try new products and like not have to buy like the full sized version of it. So I thought that was a lot of fun. There's a bunch of like shaving kits. There's a a maple syrup subscription box. So every month you get like a, a, like a different type of maple syrup from around the world. So I think that's a really cool subscription box as well. 
there's a bunch that are out there. And I think if you get a great subscription box to someone who's like really into certain things, then I think that that's a, a great gift as well. Again, it's a gift that keeps on giving because whether it's a monthly or a quarterly one for however long you choose to keep that subscription, it's definitely something that, that keeps on giving back. And I feel like those are some of the gifts that I look back on and I'm like, wow, that was a really great gift. I'm so glad I got that. So that's what I have for experience type gifts. I also have a few ideas for homemade gifts. So I personally am going down the homemade gift route this season. I have homemade vanilla that I did probably a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago now at this point. And I love that one. It's a super easy gift to give. And technically vanilla should sit in a cold, dark closet or space for like three months before you use it. But I do feel like it is something you could write down on the bottle, be like, is ready on XYZ date based on whenever you make the homemade vanilla. I think they're a perfect gift for any kind of hosting. It's a perfect gift for like those extended family members that you're like, I don't really know what to get them. It's a perfect gift for neighbors. It's honestly a great gift for maybe teachers, though. TBD, it's technically homemade vanilla extract. So I think it would be okay, but it does use liquor in it. So I don't know. TBD on that one, depending on what kind of your teacher you have. I also feel like if you are trying to think about like the kids in your life and you're like, okay, what do I gift these kids? <laughs> I'd have no idea. I think that there are some fun homemade gifts you can do with them as far as like slime is a huge one. And you could do like a homemade slime kit and then actually make the slime with the kids. And I feel like that turns a gift into a whole experience because I feel like gifting with kids is some of the hardest things because you want to gift them things that they're going to be using for a long time. And a lot of times like you could buy a gift that they don't actually use, you know, and I feel like unfortunately, that happens more often than it doesn't. So I think a fun homemade gift for kids is uh, like the slime, for example, is, is a really fun one to do. Another option as far as gifts go for this year, don't, I would say don't be afraid to re-gift. I think it should be more accepted to re-gift gifts that you're not using. Gifts that you got at some point that have been just collecting dust, whether it's an unused candle or an unused throw blanket. I feel like I'm kind of saying candle throw blanket. I feel like those are like so easy, like gifts that people just give without really thinking. But if you're not using one and it's something that you're like, eh, I don't really know what to do with, I feel like there's no shame in re-gifting something if it's not something you're going to use, whether that's bottle of alcohol, wine, I'm not sure why I've turned to liquor now at this point, <laughs> but it doesn't matter what it is. If you're not using it, I feel like there's no shame in re-gifting it to someone who might actually use it. The other thing that I feel like is definitely becoming more accepted is thrifting your gifts and creating a curated basket. It's a fun way to kind of tap into your creativity so and you're preventing things from going to a landfill because... There's like a crazy statistic out there. I I don't know it off the top of my head, but it's like a crazy number of things that get donated actually get sent to a landfill because they don't actually get purchased. And at a certain point, it's like so much stuff has been donated. They have to get rid of the old stuff. So where does it go? It gets thrown away. So I feel like if you go to a thrift store, you're preventing things from going to a landfill at a certain point. And a lot of times there's beautiful glassware that people donate that they don't need. I think that there's a lot of amazing books, coffee table books. There's candles, like candlesticks that you can like paint and decorate and do like a fun little craft that way. Ooh, that's a good homemade gift. Should have added it to that list. 
But there's also like furniture and some other like really cool things, baskets and things that you can get at a thrift store. So I think a thrifted gift is so much fun. And even if you do like, let's say you do like two teacups, you can go to the store and get a box of tea and then lay it down like into like a little box or a basket into a gift that looks really aesthetically pleasing too. So I think that's a fun way to do it as well. So those are definitely some of my tips for anybody who needed some tips for how they can shop without getting so overwhelmed with all of the options out there. Because the, my least favorite part of the holidays is when I know I want to buy a gift for XYZ person for Sally Sue. And I'm like, I have no idea what to get Sally Sue. So then I just like look at gift guide after gift guide after gift guide after gift guide. And I'm like, oh, I just can't look at these gifts anymore. Because after I feel like sometimes gift guides, they just like, recycle the same stuff over and over again. So hopefully these were some recommendations for y'all that aren't what is already actively online. Um, I do have a few eco-friendly brands and like sustainable brands, ethical brands kind of all fall under that category there that I do love and I really support them. Some of them I have codes for, um, so I can put those in the show notes for anybody interested who wants to shop from some of these brands. But some of the ones that I truly love and stand by, if I did not love and stand by them, I would not be saying them right now. The first one is Rare Form, R-A-R-E-F-O-R-M. Rare Form is a company that takes old billboards and recycles them into bags, anywhere from like backpacks to toiletry bags to tote bags, like literally a bunch of different bags. And so that's a really fun brand to, to see and support. As far as candles go, I love an Arbor Made candle. It is a candle company that has a jar that you buy from them and then they have candle refills. So the bottom of the jar is silicone. So whenever it's done burning, you can like pop up the leftover wax and then replace it with the new refillable insert. So that's a really cool candle company. Another candle company that I love is Everly, E-V-E-R-L-Y. Everly is a brand that is similar to Arbor Made, but you can refill any candle jar or vessel that you want. So basically you get the candle in a pouch. It's basically just hardened wax in a pouch. It comes with the wick and then also a like kind of popsicle stick. So you can keep the wick standing up. And then you just microwave the wax and you can put that into an old jar so you can repurpose them. You can also get jars from them, but the whole point is that you have like the pouch of wax to refill some of your old candle jars, which are also great. So Arbor Made and Everly, I have codes for. It's I think it's Chris15. Again, I'll put those in the show notes. A few other things that I really think are great gifts for people. If you have a writer in your life, I think one of those electronic notebooks are super cool and super fun. Um, there is a kind of, I guess it's an electronic device. It's called a Lomi, L-O-M-I. And that basically takes all of your food waste. And then when you run it, it turns it, like it breaks it down in the cycle. So that way it kind of turns it into compost. And so I think that's a, a fun gift for someone, especially if they're like a gardener or something. I think that's a cool gift. Um, definitely my Awalas, I use those all the time. They're not necessarily like a sustainable brand, but they do, I mean, they are reusable water bottles and I feel like everybody could use a reusable water bottle in their life. I love stasher bags. Those are reusable plastic bags instead of using Ziploc bags. 
And yeah, that's all I got for you guys on that one. Um, I guess I do have one more. There is a brand that I love. I have a code for them too. And that is Fable Home, F-A-B-L-E. Fable is basically like kitchenware, dishware, glasses, vases that are the ceramic style, which is very in and very classic and timeless. They are microwave safe, dishwasher safe. They're basically like all the main things you would need like a plate, you know, to be. They're all that safe um, and they're all made ethically and sustainably, which is really amazing to find in a home. I guess, is is that considered homewares? No, homewares brand. Really cool to see because there's not a lot of people who do that out there. So I love Fable as well. And that code's a little bit longer. I think it's Crystal and Geyer 10 off. (laughs) But again, I'll put that in the show notes for anybody interested. Those are some of my favorite brands ever. I love supporting them and I love gifting these gifts. I think that they are all so intentional and so amazing. And I'm actually like re-looking through my my list here. And I actually have one more that I haven't said under my homemade gifts. So also if you're like into house plants, you can propagate your plants and gift a plant propagation. So like a house plant to someone. And I just love that idea for a gift too. So I wanted to say that before we move on to good climate news. Okay. Those are all my gifts. We've talked about overconsumption. We've talked about my, my eco gift guide. If you guys have any questions, let me know. If you have any more recommendations that you feel like should be on this list, again, let me know. I I love doing this. It's cool. Maybe I'll write all this up into a blog post and get that live too. Okay, we have made it to good climate news. Okay, so this is a fun article that I I feel like I've been seeing a lot on TikTok and Instagram is to leave the leaves, leave your leaves that fall off your tree. So the title of this one, it's Trust in Nature and Stop Raking Up Your Garden Leaves. It is basically an article talking about when the leaves fall off of your tree, it does more good to just leave them there and let them decompose than it does to rake them up. So I feel like this is different based on like where you live in the world. Like if you get a lot of snow, sometimes the leaves don't actually break down correctly. And for me personally, my backyard, we have a big oak tree back here. So when the leaves fall, it's not great for the dogs because there's all these like sticks and stuff in them. So we actually rake up the leaves, put them in paper bags, and then bring them to like the local place where they will compost them for us basically like with our green bin stuff. So that's what we do. But if you're in a place where you have a lot of property and you always feel the pressure that you need to like get the leaf blower out and like rake them up or I don't know, like whatever it might be, there's a lot out there right now saying to leave the leaves because it gives great like a habitat for bugs and birds and butterflies and all this stuff. And also it is, it's the way it's supposed to be. Trees, leaves fall and they've done that for thousands of years. So there's probably no need to take it up. And I've also seen people who say that they leave it and their grass is still alive the next year. So if that's your concern, not anyways, but if you want to read more about it, it is an opinion article. I do feel like it's not, you know, true, but maybe I'll link another one that is not opinion one as well down in the show notes for anybody interested in learning more. You can also Google it. So that is all we have for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Leave a review if you liked this episode or if you like the podcast. Leave it 
that's on you can leave a review on pretty much everything yeah whatever you're listening on you can leave a review on so i would love that helps the podcast get discovered by new people you can also follow us on social media at mind body planet podcast on instagram you can also follow me at crystalline guyer on tiktok instagram and youtube and i will see you guys next week thank you guys so much for being here bye Mm -hmm.